Hello and welcome to Executive Talk. I want to welcome everybody here in our studio audience and also those who are watching online or, or watch the show later. Today we're going to talk about, today's topic is the power of productivity. As business owners, one of our favorite, here are some of our favorite statements. Man, I had a, I had a busy week. Man, I, there was, I had so many appointments, I am so tired, I can't wait for the weekend. I can't wait for Friday, it, can, it can't come soon enough. Is it Monday already? And I have to start this week all over again, all this busyness? So we're used to saying this, we're used to saying productive statements, as we think. But here today, I want to actually discuss a little bit further as to that productivity and take it a step further. Because I think we're missing a concept here when it comes to productivity as business owners. Because another statement we have is, man, next year, I'm going to do better than I did the fall, than last year. That statement is a dangerous statement. That means that why were we so productive and had so many busy weeks and we still have yet to say that same statement? They don't match. And so today I want to go ahead and see if we can break down that word productivity and see how it can be more effective for us in the future. As always, I like to always talk about definitions because I know we as business owners, as people in general, we like to say a lot of statements, but we rarely look at the actual meaning of these words. So the definition of productivity is achieving or producing significant amounts or results. Okay, very straightforward statement, makes a lot of sense, we're all used to it. That's why we say the word productivity. So in other words, that word we're saying is that we're achieving or producing significant amounts of results. And when we say we had a busy week, we're saying I, had a, I was achieving and producing significant amounts of results. That's what I was doing this week. Man, I'm tired. So productivity, is actually there's a law of productivity, there's a law that actually is attached to it, which is the law of reaping and sowing. I know people don't ever talk about this particular statement because anybody, if anybody comes and you say, you're gonna reap what you sow, it's always negative, right? Nobody wants to hear that statement, you're gonna reap what you sow, what do you mean, what did I do? That's how people feel when they, when they hear that statement, reap what you sow. But it's actually one of the most positive statements when used correctly in your life. So, if we look at that statement, if we look at that law, reaping what you sow, well then the, the producing part of it is the reaping part, okay? So obviously in productivity, you're supposed to reap. Now the results, okay, the significant amounts of results. Actually, I'm sorry, the producing part is the sowing. The reaping part is the results. So that's, that's my confirmation that that is the law of reaping what you sow. So, let's talk about productivity versus busy work. This is a very easy thing to, to wrap into. You can slip into busy work in a matter of a minute. And you have no, re you, know, you have no, it doesn't tell you like, hey, you're about to run into busy work. Stop right now, oh, be careful. It never gives you an alarm, okay? So productivity is the most valuable and dangerous segments of your business journey. It's valuable because you can actually, if you reap what you sow in a positive direction, you won't have to say, man, your statement will be this year is going to be just as good as it was last year. But it's dangerous because you, if you slip into busy work more times than not, then you're saying statements, man, okay, I got to do this better than I did last year. That's how all that comes together. That's why, those, that's why we make those statements is because of this productivity versus busy work. 
Now, this area has everything to do with your most precious commodity on earth, which is time. Okay, let's think about it in perspective. Yes, I'm time stamping this, uh, this particular segment with this statement, but think about it. It's March 1st of 2016 already. That means in 29 days or 30 days, we're coming up on the end of first quarter already. You have three quarters left of this year. Okay, here in Colorado, we're experiencing nice weather. People are starting to get spring fever, which means that we're going to spring forward. We're going to put our clocks back or forward in an hour. I didn't mean to mess up anybody's day, but that's just the truth. It's coming up anyway. Okay, so the most precious commodity is time. So if we don't understand the difference between productivity and busy work, yet again, we'll have another year where we miss this opportunity today here on March 1st. Because there's only one time on March 1st of 2016 that it will ever happen. March 1st will come around next year on a Wednesday, but it will be 2017. So you get to do March 1st all over again in a different year. So that's the difference in the present day versus the future. So time and energy is a huge understanding is how much time do you have and how much energy do you actually have? You know, through coffee, through five-hour energy drinks, they're supposed to extend the amount of energy that we truly have. But I guarantee there's somebody in our audience right now, somebody at home right now, I'm a little bit tired right now. Okay? There's a level of we all push through on some level on, on a particular day, maybe some days. We all have those challenges. But let's talk, let's talk about the definition of busy work. How many people have looked up the definition of busy work? Nobody, because it's a dangerous thing to look up. <laughs> we don't want to know what we may be doing. So, work that usually appears. Let's just stop there. It usually, usually appears. That's scary right there. Usually appears productive or of intrinsic value, but actually only keeps one occupied. That's why nobody looks up that word. It appears productive. So product, productive is actually in there. So knowing that it's actually in there helps us to say, that's why we can say, yeah, it, yeah, I was supposed to do that. It, it really, it'll help in the long run. That's what that statement looks like when it comes to busy work. Dangerous. Appears. So then that means as business owners, are we lying to ourselves on some level? quite often on a regular daily hourly basis sometimes so we're missing a huge chunk of our lives in our day every single day when it, if we're doing so much stuff that appears and then at the end of the next year we're saying all right well this is what i'm going to do better this year because it's going to be the best year ever in 2016. enough is enough enough is enough of appearing and enough is enough of busy work but we have to understand the context of pro productivity and busy work in order to see how quick it turns into. But let me give you an example here. This is a, okay, so busy work, that means that every day is the most dangerous day for you. That's actually what busy work really means because if we don't, under, if we don't even know that we're doing it, you don't even know how many opportunities are slipping by you every single day and every afternoon. The value of an hour to you specifically it's questionable. So when you say, hey, you're wasting my time. Well, no, <laughs> you wasted your own time first and foremost. 
We didn't actually achieve everything we could have achieved within that hour. You have to answer, this is so, the big thing about business ownership is because everything is so open, the first thing you can do for yourself is be absolutely truthful with what you're doing to give yourself the best opportunity in business. So let's think about this. Let's take this 9.30, 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock. That sounds like a pretty good day, right? And let's multiply that times, let's, let's do that every day. So five days a week, three appointments, that's 15 appointments. So if I don't understand if I'm in busy work, if I don't understand my target market and I'm meeting with all sales reps and I need to meet with decision makers every single day, am I doing? Okay, so let's say out of two of those appointments, so 13 appointments were uh, with salespeople and then two of them were actually with decision makers. That means I spent 13 hours because each one-to-one -one is typically an hour. I spent 13 hours of a week in the time that I have meeting with salespeople and non-decision makers. Now, is it bad? No, nothing against salespeople or anything, that's perfect. But how does it turn into busy work? Because what I have to do with that salesperson, oh, hey, my boss is out of town. Hey, when they get in, I'm sure they're gonna wanna meet with you. I call them next week. Oh, they just got into town, I'm sure you can understand. Let's talk about the following week. I gotta make sure I remember to tell them. Next thing you know, you can't get a hold of that person. Three hours more of busy work. It just kept going. Let's take the same schedule and see how busy work if we don't understand the impact of that. Let's say I have a 9.30, 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and this is classic. I know everybody has experienced that. Let's say my 9.30 and 1 o'clock, my 1 o'clock kid got sick in the middle of the day. Reschedule. 9.30, running late. Can we just reschedule? Because I would always like to be on time. Okay, great. So what does your day look like from 8.30 into four o'clock. As a business owner, I had some free time. It feels pretty good. I'm like, man, I was tired today anyway. Thank you, universe, you have, you have my back. <laughs> so then what do you do with that time? You know what, I'm gonna run a couple errands. And actually, I'm gonna call my girlfriend, I'm gonna call my, I'm gonna call my buddies. We're gonna go out and go do lunch because they always wanted to do lunch. I've always put them off, perfect day. Universe, you're talking to me again. Oh my gosh. So, hey, you have a two hour lunch. And then you get caught up in the, on a phone call for about an hour in the morning, hour and a half. Then guess what? All that free time of what you could have did for tomorrow's task or whatever you need to follow up on does not get done. Now, the same appointment still applies the following day. Now you're scrambling. Man, I have so much work to do. Man, business ownership can really suck. I can't believe this. I am just tired. Then you start pushing things back. And so what you're teaching your business to do is keep on pushing everything back to the next day or don't even touch it. It will, it will grow on its own. So, what you, so if that same theory applies to productivity and also busy work, if you're still reaping what you sowed, so then I'm sowing nothing when I have a replacement of this time. So what is, the, what is the product? What is it really going to reap? Nothing. You're still going to always do that. What if I go to this 930 appointment doing busy work and I don't tell people, I tell people how passionate I am about what I do. I'm excited. But I'm still unclear about what I do, so I'm just giving them all my excitement. So was I productive? Yes, I said a good, I said a meeting. We met. I told them how passionate I was. But does that individual so since I'm sowing into them my passion, and that's all, what am I able to reap? 
nothing. They know that when they meet somebody else that knows me, they're going to say, that's an extremely passionate person. I'm still unclear as to how I can help them or what, what I, I can do for them, but they're passionate. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's all it becomes. So you still reaped and sowed, but you, sow, you, you reap zero at the end of that, except for passion. So let's take it to the next level. How do we slip into busy work? You have to identify issues and challenges you're experiencing. If any of these statements are you or you're underlying, only you will tell yourself if you're having these issues. But are you scared of your business? Are you not completely sold out on what you do? Are there a lot of question marks there still? Because if there are, you can find busy work. Busy work is your it's your best next friend because what you what busy work does it actually protects you from the another deeper level which is unproductive nobody wants to slip into being unproductive i don't want to be known as unproductive business owner so i'll slip into busy work because that's still busy and there's work still at the end of that sentence okay do you not believe in what you do quite yet if you just started a business there's still a lot of questions looming over your head if man i don't know if people really really understand what I do. I'm, I don't even understand what I do wholeheartedly. What do I sell? <laughs> Does making money scare you? You can find a lot of ways to show that making money scares you. Now, no business owner in the right mind guarantee you will say, yeah, money, making money, I can't wait to make money. That's what I'm in business for. But then something inside you keeps you doing a whole bunch of busy work, which keeps you away from money. So then again, are you scared of making money? Are you not a self-motivated person? When you have something happen, when you have a nine and a one o'clock appointment already scheduled and something changes in a matter of a snap, self, that's where that self-motivation actually kicks in. Can you find it in you to actually work on tomorrow's work or today's work of emails, follow-up, everything that you need to get done, plus contracts that you need to do to ensure that tomorrow, now you have more time to set up more calls for next week. That's productivity, because you're not leaving anything to chance. Are you distracted easy? A lot of people blame it on ADHD. <laughs> is, that, is, that the, is that the situation? I think I got somebody here in the audience on that. <laughs> do you get bored easily? How quickly do you get bored? There's a lot of people that, man, I need to add more stuff because I'm bored of what I do. I, I get it done so quick. It's just a no-brainer, so I need to pile on more. I'm a business owner. I can do more. I have more time. That extra time that you have is for rest, possibly. The extra time that you have is to make an extra two or three calls to challenge yourself the next step. Because your business, I guarantee there's enough processes and procedures and calls and customer service to keep you busy for a lifetime. I guarantee you. So why are, we, why are we consuming so much? So the power of productivity. Let's go ahead and talk about some power, some positive stuff. I've danced to you guys with the busy work. So the power of productivity. There's credibility, there's direction, growth, revenue, leadership, dependability, all these words come with productivity. Nobody talks about them, but this is actually what you're, when people says, I want to do business, and when you look at the word trust, when you see a productive person, you give them, that's why they say give the person who's the busiest the biggest task, because they're going to get it done. 
they're dependable. Okay, they are focused on growth. They don't have time to have any kind of busy work or anything that's outside of the realm of what they're doing. They just won't allow it. Okay, they know their schedule. Now, of course, you wake up some days, did I have that appointment? I'm not talking about those particular moments. But in general, you actually have a good concept of what you're doing tomorrow. So you know if you have to wake up at a certain time, you drop off kids, whatever your routine is, you're already prepared. As a matter of fact, when it comes to productive, they get their stuff done the prior day. They get everything packed. So then that morning, they're not rushed. They're not worried about traffic because they're already finished. Okay, they know their target market. If I meet with you and I tell you, if I'm telling you anybody and everybody is my target market and it's classic, <laughs> and we know as business owners, there's a lot of people that can use our services. But I guarantee I can ask any business owners, tell me, how many, tell me what type of people you don't want to work with. Oh, these clients, they get on my nerves. These clients, I don't ever want to talk to them again. You have a list of clients that you don't want to deal with. So it's not anybody and everybody. Narrow it down to those people that you want to talk to and as far as attitude, as far as direction, as far as time and business. Those are the people that you want. Give us clarity. They give you clarity so you know what, what to expect. They know their capacity. They're not taking on 20 different things at one time because they know that jack of all trades, master of none, that starts creeping up in there. That's where that, that's where that busy work, that, that means that person is probably af afraid of free time. They might not want that piece of, whew, I can relax. That was a good day. I'm going to just stare at the TV and zone out. They might be scared of themselves with that time. Okay, all their meetings lead with clarity. They have a plan of action. They're ready to go at all times, and they know their process. They know A, B, C, and D is going to take about four hours to complete. So anytime I work with a client, this is what it's going to be, and they already have budgeted that in. That's why they don't overconsume time because, yeah, maybe they had 15 hours worth of meetings, but they need four of those hours, so now they're up to 20, or I'm sorry, 19 hours of production time. Okay, so that's where that other 40 hours comes from is that they leave that for production. They know that they're gonna potentially close. They're always in production, so that's what that extra time is available for. Productivity is meant to save you. It's your best friend. It's, it's your best friend because it's saving you from yourself. Okay, I'll be the first one to admit, I, I, I've done this twice actually this weekend. <laughs> I couldn't even understand what was going on with me. But I went to LinkedIn, I wanted to make some, I, you know, I went to a networking event, followed up on LinkedIn, looking for people, and lo and behold, guess what? There's an article that just jumped out at me. <laughs> 20 minutes later, I forgot what I was doing. I forgot even the reason why I was on LinkedIn. I had a Take a step back, okay, I got on LinkedIn, I know I was gonna connect with them, yeah, they were cool. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm looking to just make a connection and go on. So 20 minutes. Well, was something so easy that was two, about, I don't know, 30 seconds per connection, turned into 20 minutes worth of time. Yes, it is the weekend. Again, that's the level that I take that for granted. If I wanted to really spend some time and relax, I lost 20 minutes. The uncertainty. Fear, doubt, business owners, you guys know yourselves above all else. What happens when you are unproductive for, let's say you take a whole month off for your business. 
And it's interesting how life works. Lo and behold, your car breaks down. That, that month that you took off, you had some money in the bank. Guess what? An extraordinary bill came out of nowhere. And guess what? What are you doing? Oh, man, money sucks. Business owner. Now you start attacking your own business ownership abilities. That's what happens when you, when you leave this to chance. When we slip into too much busy work, you start to see that money is interesting. Again, how life happens that somehow or another, that bill comes up. You don't have enough money. Now you're dip, dipping into reserves. Now you're waiting for a deal to close. Now all of a sudden they change their mind. Now you're stressed out business owner all over again, having to re-motivate yourself. It's a vicious cycle within productivity. Now, how can I say productive? First of all, value time. Value time. Really get serious with that. If you're spending some time with a business owner and you're in a meeting, know in what you're looking for. Not everybody compliments you, but at the same time, you're always reaping and sowing. Understand what that means. Just because I meet with a roofer and they don't have any specific connection to what I do, if I sow enough information where he understands my business model, what I'm looking for, how to refer me, what are my targets. If anything else, if I see that person at another networking event and they can't find anybody, all of a sudden, oh, I just met somebody that I want to introduce you to. I sold the right information and then once I was able to reap, because I met them, I didn't know I was going to reap that. They introduced me to where I can go. But then it made them even happier, and they, they might want to do business with me all of a sudden. That's how you have to, if you understand that law of reaping and sowing, you'll understand, you'll do what it takes to constantly reap and sow in a positive direction. Achievable goals. As we know, goals, what are they for? Accountability. Protect you from being unproductive. Okay? It's a, it goes back to the, the whole theory of if you went to the grocery store without a grocery list, how dangerous are you? <laughs> You're very dangerous. Okay? You'll come out with 10 boxes of tricks and some flashlights <laughs> for no apparent reason because you forgot exactly what you're going for. It became unproductive. Then you miss a whole slew of, oh, oh yeah, I forgot that. Oh, I forgot that too. Even just that. That's why you go to the store with a grocery list so, you, so that way that hour out of your day is, uh, is productive. Understand your breaking point. When do you get tired? Yes, there's coffee. Yes, there's all these other things to keep us going. But understand, you are a human being. You do need sleep. You do just probably want to spend time with your family. You do just want to veg out and watch Jerry Springer for an hour or two. I'm just playing, not Jerry Springer. <laughs> I don't want to talk about what I watch, you know, it's the whole thing. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, <laughs> the point is, you have, you probably want that time to veg out and recharge. Love yourself through productivity. If you're all the more productive you are, you can take the whole Saturday and even you're sewing. So if I take time to rest, what am I sewing? I'm sewing rest, which reaps the next day I have energy. So you can go back at it again. 
Everything is, the law of reaping and sowing is in everything. And I want to leave you guys with this. You know, I was telling a friend of mine about this topic, and I told him that if I had a time machine, what would I do? And this is a weird conversation, but I'm going to tell you guys anyway. So if I had a time machine, what would I do? No, I would not go back and try to figure out the Powerball numbers. I wouldn't go do anything like that. I would actually go back to my younger self and slap him around, truthfully. Because if I understood the concept of busy work and productivity and how much I was fooling myself, I didn't know the definition of busy work up until this particular show, to be honest with you. But I always felt it in my, in, 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 within myself to say, man, you're just wasting a lot of time. What are you doing? I always knew that. But I would actually sit down and talk to my younger self and say, you're doing a whole bunch of busy work. Be productive. This is what it looks like. Slow down. To give myself a fighting chance because, yes, I got tired of saying the same thing year after year. Man, okay, this is going to be the year and having the same productivity, busy work problems. So that's what I would do with this particular segment. I hope you guys really enjoyed it and you guys were able to take something home with this and you guys really internalize this because this may be the shift that you're looking for in your business. Uh, please follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and also Instagram. But in the meantime, I got to get back to work. Have a good day.